Welcome back, everyone. Shane Fox and with you. It is uh, Easter Sunday. Hope you're enjoying your uh, holiday-long weekend. A uh, beautiful day out there. It looks great till you walk outside. A little windy, a little cool. Uh, all in all, though, uh, a pretty nice-looking holiday weekend, and the weather this week looks absolutely fantastic, getting up to 17 degrees or so, lots of sunshine uh, the week uh, ahead. Uh, now, though, we'll turn our attention, as promised, uh, a member of Canada's uh, national wheelchair rugby team, uh, Byron Green, joins us uh, in studio. Byron, thanks for coming in. We appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, I would be excited just to talk to you about murder ball and wheelchair rugby to begin with, uh, but before we get to that, uh, let's talk about your week that uh, week that was an interesting week to say the least. Um, so fill us in. Your someone breaks into your car. I thought they stole your actual wheelchair. They stole the wheels from your wheelchair, yeah. which is almost even worse. <laughs> so yeah. So Monday morning, I get up and on my way to to training, just like normal, and jump in my car. And um, I kind of realized, kind of sounded a bit funny, like a window was open and take a take a look backwards and see that the rear window had been smashed out and uh my spare wheels and equipment bag had been removed from my vehicle um thank god that my rugby chair wasn't actually in there because that would be pretty tragic to lose that thing i just just got it two weeks earlier so and how much are those chairs worth just curiosity wise well this new chair was about nine thousand dollars um the spare wheels that they took one of them was about eighteen hundred dollars and the other one about five hundred dollars so eighteen hundred bucks for a wheel really yeah so i mean thankfully i still have my chair and two wheels on it so i can still train and and do everything i need to do to to continue to get ready for september but uh but still uh losing a spare is pretty uh pretty devastating and can it, what could they do with those wheels anything like <laughs> not yeah not too much unfortunately <laughs> i don't think there's much of a market for uh for wheels like that so okay we're talking with uh, byron green so the story of the, of the uh, stolen wheels makes the news and and, and what happens it kind of explodes it was um it was pretty wild to see how much traction it got and uh i mean social media was just uh was insane uh, just kind of watching it over the next couple of days. Uh, but it's really kind of heartwarming to see um, how many people reached out and, uh, yeah, just all the people getting in touch and uh, offering me good wishes and, and whatnot. So it's it was really encouraging to see that community support. Now, one person in particular, though, decided to, to really help you out, as we say, pay it forward and, and replace what was stolen. Yeah, so a very generous, anonymous stranger kind of came forward and uh, got in touch and offered to to fund uh, new spare wheels for me. So, I mean, I was pretty speechless at the time. It's not... Uh, yeah, like what's uh, that like when someone, again, you don't know them, uh, no relationship whatsoever, a complete stranger? Yeah, when I got the phone call, I, I just didn't know what to say. I, it, it was, uh, yeah, it was unbelievable to, to have that happen, so... Well, that, that does make you see uh, when you feel terrible about someone breaking into your car and stealing your stuff. And then on the flip side, you go, oh, it's nice to know there are some nice people out there that are you know, willing to help you out. Yeah, totally. Um, we're talking with uh, Byron Green, wheelchair rugby athlete, member of uh, Canada's uh, uh, Paralympic. What, what, what's the full name of the team? Wheel, the uh, National Wheelchair Rugby yeah, Team? Yeah, the Canadian National Wheelchair Rugby Team. Yeah. Now, when did you start playing? So I started playing wheelchair rugby about 11 years ago. Um, my rec therapist, when I went through GF Strong for rehab, he kind of was the one that got me into wheelchair rugby. He, funny enough, he's actually one of the adventures of the sport. Really? Yeah, back in the 70s, uh, him and a couple of buds uh, in Manitoba uh, decided 
that they were tired of playing wheelchair basketball and they kind of came up with their own sport. Now, have you seen the movie? Again, that was around the same time. You started playing around the same time the documentary came out. It was uh, 2005. And let me just say, if you haven't seen Murderball, uh, find it. It, it, it's riveting to say the least. Did you see it when you started to play before you started to play? Yeah, I, I, I watched it uh, right before I started to play. Um, and it's probably one of the reasons why I, I kind of picked up the sport. Um, it's a great, yeah, great documentary. Very well done. So, you know what? We got to tell, tell you what, we got to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll talk to uh, Byron about about playing uh, wheelchair rugby, how tough it is, and what kind of opportunities uh, playing on first the provincial team and then the national team has uh, afforded them. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to CKNW. I'm Shane Foxman, Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. We are back. You're listening to uh, CKNW. Shane Fox I'm with you till 3 o'clock, continuing our conversation with uh, Byron Green, member of uh, Canada's national wheelchair rugby team. Uh, had the wheel stolen out of his car this week, uh, thanks to Good Samaritans and an outpouring of support. We'll have those replaced. We have now turned our attention, though, to the actual sport of wheelchair rugby. And uh, let me ask you this first off. Uh, how, if, if you don't mind me asking, how do, how do, what happened? What was, what was the accident, uh, the injury you suffered? Yeah, so um, I'm a quadriplegic. Uh, when I was 16 years old, I uh, took a bad crash while mountain biking and ended up breaking my neck as a result of that and uh, went through rehab here in Vancouver at GF Strong. And, and you mentioned uh, it was while at GF Strong how you got introduced to wheelchair rugby in the first place. Yeah, so like I mentioned, my rec therapist, Duncan Campbell, he, he was the one that kind of steered me towards uh, sports, and uh, I'm pretty thankful for that. What, what does it mean to be able to, because again, as you said, you were a pretty competitive guy uh, before the accident. Obviously, afterwards, you're not sure what you're going to be able to do. How important is it for you that you have this uh, ability to compete in this outlet? It's huge. I mean, when I broke my neck, I was pretty devastated. I was very athletic beforehand. And, uh, you know, 16 years old, you're just starting to kind of come into your own and, and become a bit more confident as a, as a guy. And, uh, suddenly like you you can't move your legs you can barely move your arms uh your whole life has changed and uh to be able to rediscover sport uh as a disabled athlete it's been it's been huge for my quality of life it's been super important so it it, it definitely helps uh you know physically it helps mentally it helps what about just in actual life you've had an opportunity now you, you take up the sport provincial team national team what are the experiences from just playing the game must be uh, pretty impressive. Stuff you probably never thought you'd be able to do or go see places. Yeah, it's uh, I'm mean, very, very lucky to be uh, where I am today. Uh, I've gotten to experience some pretty amazing things, like just competing for Canada, traveling, uh, traveling the world, like competing in Denmark in 2014 for the World Wheelchair Rugby Championships and being in Toronto last summer for the Parapan Am Games. Uh, winning gold is, yeah, I mean, pretty thankful to to be where I am today. Now, as I recall in the movie, uh, the documentary, it was all about the rivalry between Canada and the United States. And it was so intense, as intense as it would be on the ice, as intense as it would be on the baseball diamond, on the soccer pitch, equally as intense. Is that rivalry still what it was or is still, uh, you know, yes. hot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's still at the same levels. Um, we've kind of been... Going back and forth, uh, trading wins, but uh, kind of this last year we've been on a bit of a been a, a bit of a streak. We've managed to beat them twice at the Parapan, or sorry, once at the Parapan Ams in the finals, 
And then uh, again in the fall, we played in London uh, and we beat beat them twice there. So we're looking pretty good heading into September and uh, we just kind of had to figure out uh, Australia and we're, we'll be looking good. Uh, we're talking with uh, Byron Green, member of Canada's uh, wheelchair, uh, national wheelchair uh, rugby team. We were talking in the break. I go, wow, that's, uh, I watched the collisions and it looks as, as violent and as physical as it can be. But you said, you know what? Maybe the chair takes more of the heat than you do. <laughs> yeah, so uh, a lot of first timers, they always make that comment, wow, like those hits look pretty intense. They're so loud too when you hear yeah. the chair smash. Yeah, so like they kind of wonder, oh, like, you know, does it, does it hurt the body? And, you know, a little bit, but not as much as you would think, not as much as like, uh, like a hockey or a football but uh you definitely get pretty banged up here and there especially when you get flipped over <laughs> but uh but it's all fun i know you're laughing about it when your chair gets flipped over and it's oh yeah it's part of the game yeah um were you surprised when you started playing about how many people and not the number but in just the variety the different places that people played this game and and when you got to travel to go wow like again it, it's something that I always find that sports is one of those few things that is like that shared feeling, that shared community. And again, it's not only that you play the same sport, but a lot of folks have had similar experiences as well. Is there a camaraderie between teams as much as there's a rivalry? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, wheelchair rugby, it's played throughout the world. It's been amazing to see it grow as a sport. Um, but at the same time, it's a very small community. Um, everybody knows each other. And uh, off the court, we're all friends. So, uh, so when I think about events like, as you say, the Olympics coming up or the Paralympic uh, Games at the uh, Pan Am Games in, uh, in, in Toronto, uh, you look forward to seeing everybody. I, again, you see the same thing at all these. See, that's got to be interesting, too. At all these international events, you keep seeing the same guys. That's got to build up a lot of, uh, well, as you say, the uh, competition level, the rivalries. Yeah, oh yeah, the rivalries definitely, they come and go, right? Like, um, yeah, like playing the same guys over and over you develop a bit of a history, like okay, this guy. Is lost. there trash talking on the? Yeah. What do you call it? The court? The what do you? The court. Yeah, we play on a basketball court. Right. So yeah, so the court. There's definitely trash talking that happens. Some guys more than others, and uh, you develop histories. Like okay, this guy, he lit me up last time. You know, you better keep his head up this time, or, or this guy made me look like a fool last time. <laughs> he he scored easily around me. Yeah, definitely gonna remember that. Uh, for those that have never watched, how many guys are uh, on the court at one time for each team? Yeah, so it's four on four. Um, usually a team consists of about 12 athletes. Okay, and you rotate in? It's, uh, yeah. Okay. Now, as far as preparation goes and, and practice, are you guys on your own? Do you, do you train as a team? It must be difficult. There's got to be guys all over the place. Yeah, so with the national team, we have athletes from all, all across Canada. Um, and we are a decentralized model, so... We we only get together every couple months to to have training camps. Uh, we're pretty fortunate here in Vancouver. We have four or five guys that are on the team, and so we practice out at the Richmond Olympic Oval. And very fortunate to have that facility. And uh, yeah, so we got a good core group of guys here, and uh, and a lot of provincial athletes here as well. So pretty lucky. Uh, heading uh, again as we look forward to September. Uh, Americans, your biggest uh, competition as far as uh, top of the podium? Uh, yeah, the U.S. and uh, Australia as well. It's kind of kind of a three-way race for, for first place right now. 
Well, as we mentioned, uh, 2015 pair Pan American Games, you win gold, world championships, you guys took a silver. Uh, hopefully you're peaking at the right time. You seem to uh, be playing at your best. Thanks so much for coming in today. We appreciate it. And uh, good luck uh, down the road. Well, thanks very much for having me in. No, our pleasure. Uh, Byron Green uh, joining us, a member of Canada's National Wheelchair Rugby Team. Uh, spare wheel stolen from his car last week. Outpouring of support. A good Samaritan replacing the wheels. One wheel worth, what did you say, 1800 bucks? Yeah. Oh. Those are, and what did you say? The, the, the chair itself, nine grand? Your new one, about nine grand. Yeah. What makes it different than a regular wheelchair? Is it just the reinforcement, the shocks? Yeah. I, I don't know what I should ask you. Uh, they're all customizable, right? So you order it for the individuals. And uh, I, I guess just because they're not mass produced as well, they're kind of hand built for the individual. So that kind of drives the price up. Where do you order one from? Yeah, there's a couple of companies that make okay. them. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that would be hard going, okay, I need a chair for wheelchair rugby. It's not a wheelchair. They look like gauntlets, like they've got all kinds <laughs> of stuff on it. Uh, Byron, thanks so much for your time today. Uh, we're going to take a uh, quick break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we pay tribute to the late, great Ken Howard. Ken Reeves, of course, coach of Carver High Basketball. I'm Shane Fox, and you got to tune to CKNW.